if the people who are anti-cannabis just tried it just once, they would not be anti-cannabis anymore because it's really a very positive thing. Like it, it's positive. The side effects are super low. It doesn't make you, um, it doesn't have the adverse health effects for one that come along with drinking alcohol. It doesn't make you rowdy and aggressive. Welcome to the sensory wise solutions podcast for parents where parents can get real actionable strategies to support kids with sensory processing disorder. I'm Laura. OT and mom to Liliana, a sensory sensitive kid who inherited my anxiety and my love for all things Disney. Consider me your new OT mom bestie. I know my stuff, but I also know what it's really like in the trenches of parenting a child with sensory processing disorder. Okay, mom, enough about me. Let's start the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. At the time of recording this, I'm not quite sure when this is going to be out. So this is a potentially Happy New Year greeting, or maybe it's Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. (laughs) Either way, welcome back to the podcast. This episode has been something I have been trying to schedule and put together since like May or June. So I am so, so excited to get this out to you because it's something that I am newly passionate about. It is technically a controversial topic, though you'll hear me in the episode ask the person I'm interviewing, why is it so controversial? I don't get it. We are talking about the use of cannabis products, particularly edibles, Uh, in a recreational use sense, and more specifically, as burnt out millennial parents. I feel like every person I'm speaking to on the other side of this, maybe not every, because I know some of you are therapists or, or new teachers, but a lot of you are parents, and a lot of you are burnt out, and a lot of you are overstimulated. And I'm not one to um, peer pressure anyone. I can only speak from my own experience, but I hope you can hear the authenticity and the passion behind my voice as I talk about this topic Um, because I once used to not, not only not believe in or just be be so anti-cannabis, um... And to see me have this like 360 perspective now, like a complete switch, I want every burnt out millennial parent to experience the level of relaxation and um, sense of like mental freedom (laughs) that I get when I use edibles. and I am very, very loyal to this brand, and I am interviewing the founder today. Her name is Christy Palmer, and the brand I'm talking about is Kiva Confections. So Christy Palmer is the co-founder and president of Kiva Confections. In 2010, Christy and Scott Palmer were on a mission to bring the highest quality, safest, most delicious cannabis products to consumers and began making chocolate bars out of their California home kitchen. 
now established leaders in the cannabis industry, pioneering product innovation and consumer education. The company is focused on growth and expansion. Kiva offers something for everyone with their award-winning Camino and Lost Farm gummies and fruit chews, Petra Mints, Terra Chocolate Bites, and Kiva Chocolate Bars. The number one edibles maker in California, Kiva's products can be found in 10-plus states and thousands of dispensaries across the U.S. So right there, you heard some of the product lines that Kiva offers. I've tried every single one of them, and I don't have a single bad thing to say about any of them. I'll share the specific ones that I use at the end of the episode. But again, what I want you to take out of this is if you are a person who already naturally find yourself wanting to turn off at the end of the day, having a hard time unwinding at the end of a long week, or to get through the dreaded dinner time, bedtime routine with a little bit less stress, just to take the edge off a little bit. And if you naturally are a casual um, alcohol or liquor consumer, and you use that to sometimes take the edge off or to look forward to a glass of wine at the end of the week, really edibles is is no different. Obviously, there are rules and regulations, which again, in the podcast, Christy and I talk about how we're, we're, we don't, I don't know why it's still not allowed um, in so many places when we're comparing it to things like alcohol and nicotine. But if you are in a place where you can access it legally and you are on the fence about trying it because you're worried about how it will make you feel or you're worried about what other people will think of you, or any other stigma or concerns that you have attached to it. Listen to this episode with an open mind. We are two moms talking in this episode, two moms who own businesses, who use edibles consistently throughout our week and are better for it, to be honest. I can confidently say I am a much better partner to my husband. I'm a much better business owner. I am a much more patient and fun and well-rested parent um, when I have these edibles, these Kiva products um, integrated throughout my week. And I am an open book on this topic. If you have any questions, any reservations about using it, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at the OT Butterfly. I used to have a code for Kiva discounts. I don't have one right now. I am not making an affiliate sales out of this. This is not a sponsored episode. This is truly me shouting from the rooftop that I would like every parent who feels burnt out and lost and... and um. Uh, exhausted and mentally drained by the end of the day, I, I want you to know that this is this is an option and it's not medication and it's and it's fun and you get great sleep and just just give it a try. There's no harm in giving it a try. Nothing bad will happen. Try a very small dose. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am thrilled to get to sit down with someone. I am I'm kind of fangirling because I'm a huge fan of her and her products. Um, and it is Christy Palmer, one of the founders of Kiva Products, something that I share all the time on Instagram has made a huge difference in my life as a person with anxiety, as a wife, and as a mom to a neurodivergent kid. So I welcome Christy here. Uh, thanks for being here, Christy. Thank you so much, Laura, for having me. I'm so happy to be here and to talk about this. It's exciting to talk parenting, cannabis, family, cannabis. It's it's really exciting topic. All of it. The way that this has 
I, I truly, if I were to like summarize 2023, I have done a lot of things out of my comfort zone, things that um, I never thought I would even want to do, whether it's business, personal traveling. But if I think back to 2023, I I truly think that Kiva products has played a huge role in all in all of the aspects. And so really, I want this episode to give parents the courage to try it if they have been curious about it. So I want to, I want to talk a little bit about it today, but before I start asking the questions, I'd love if you gave us a quick uh, story to how Kiva started. I know it was you and your husband who started the company. If you want to just take it from there and let us know how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Wonderful. So um, yeah, so uh, I grew up in the Bay area in California. My husband's from San Diego. Um, we met in photography school, like as graduate, you know, before we graduated, moved back up to the Bay area. And um, this was around 2007. We were trying to make ends meet in a time when the economy was absolutely tanking. And so um, we turned to cannabis as like a, like a way to pay the bills. And um, even more so than that, I, Scott sold me on the idea that we would like do a cultivation in our backyard and we'd make a million dollars in like, you know, a year. And then we'd buy a yacht, we'd sail around the world. Um, <laughs> and I'm not um, talking to you from my yacht today. I'm actually <laughs> home <laughs> in my home office. Um, so still working on the yacht, but um, but yeah. So we got started in the um, in the industry. Kiva was born in uh, 2010 with a mission to to redefine edibles, um, to create an edible that was trustworthy, um, was uh, consistently dosed, and that people could, that taste delicious, of course, and that people could turn to um, instead of the very experimental edibles that were available on the shelves at that time. Um, you know, they were untested. They looked like the brownies that your college roommate uh, roommate made um, back in the day. And, and everybody had a kind of a negative or scary experience on edibles. Um, and so it didn't have to be that way, right? We had um, access to testing labs. Um, we worked with a design team to create a beautiful brand and a beautiful package um, that would be very informative and would help people understand dosage. Um, and quality of ingredients, understand what they were putting in their bodies and, um, and make, allow them to have a repeatable experience that they could depend on, rely on, um, for, you know, for parents and busy people, just like everybody is right. (laughs) Exactly. Um, The, the consistency and the predictability of it with the, with the microdosing, which is a new word that I learned this year, um, is what made me feel safest in trying this. Cause I, anybody who knows me is I am such a, a square, like I, I'm such a rule follower and I'm scared of, if, if you tell me there's like a 0.01% chance of anything bad happening, I'm going to like zoom in on the 0.01% chance. That's how my brain works. And so for the longest time I had a misunderstanding of edibles and my one and only experience was from previous, like non-microdosing days was horrific like traumatic experience with those just like your who who made this brownie and what's in it kind of thing and so i had sworn off it but the the predictability and the dosing of it is what gave me confidence and like okay this feels really regulated and i feel like i'm more in control um and know what's going in um when you started kiva was microdosing already like your first like 
was it already part of the brand from the beginning or did that kind of come along after a few years? Yeah, that came along after. So in, um, in 2010, California, the market is very gray, right? Primarily all underground. There's no licensing. There's no permits. There's It is like the wild, wild west. Um, so yeah, microdosing is not a thing. Uh, we were one of the first companies to ever test our products for THC content and label with THC content on the, on the front of the box. Um, so prior to that, it really was just, uh, you know, hold your breath and cross your fingers and, <laughs> and hope that hope that you either don't get too much for the $20 that you spent on that brownie or that you don't get anything at all. You know, like you could get nothing yes. at all and waste the $20. So yeah, it was just, um, it was a complete, uh, it was a, it was a mess, I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> you could mm-hmm. say it was just totally unregulated. So yeah, so we didn't start with microdosing, but we started with this, you know, this concept of repeatability. Um, and at that time, since uh, it was a, a highly medical market, right? This is even before recreational um, use came along. So you had people that were using cannabis for very serious medical conditions, um, right. cancer treatment, anxiety, like you name it, everybody was using for medical um, purposes for the most part. Um, and so, uh, yeah, dosage back then was definitely higher. Um, but as the industry has progressed, um, I think folks are looking for that, like that 10 milligram kind of sweet spot is a really, mm-hmm. that's the most state um, dosages anyway, like that's the the max. Um, and we play anywhere between two and a half milligrams to 10. Um, typically some states we have products that are still higher dose, but that's really the two and a half milligram to 10 milligram THC or CBN or CBD. That tends to be the um, the sweet spot for people. That's definitely my favorite dosage of is the 10. And then if I feel like I need to add an extra, I will add like a five, I always have like a 10 milligram canister and then like the five milligram and sometimes I'll mix them. Um, yeah. You're starting to mention some of the ingredients. And one of them you mentioned is CBN. And when I had first started my journey with trying edibles, I, um, I, I, as I mentioned, and I say very loudly, I am an anxious person. I've also not really wanted to take anxiety medication. I've been nervous about side effects that way. And I felt like I wanted to try something that's more kind of like as needed rather than a consistent dose of medication. So for a long time, I was experimenting with different CBD only products with THC products, smoking, vaping. I've, I've kind of tried like a whole bunch of things and I consistently only found myself actually feeling enough of a relief without headaches um, with the products that particularly had CBN. And I was like, what is this magic ingredient that I don't see in other things? When I tried CBD only like drops or sprays, I sometimes got a headache or sometimes didn't really notice anything. Um, And then with, with like very high doses of THC, I also like, didn't really like the way I felt on those. So I felt like this magic, like potion that I only kept finding in different Kiva products. I'm like, what is it? It's CBN. And every time I search it, there seems to be more research on CBD, even though I think I read CBN was like discovered way in the beginning as well. It's just not as much research. So I would love if you gave us a little tiny, um, uh, lesson on those three players, CBD, CBN, and THC, and how they interact and how that looks in uh, Kiva products. 
Definitely. So, so your most common um, cannabinoid is THC. That's the one responsible for psychoactive effects, um, pain relief, um, anti-inflammatory. CBD is also responsible for anti-inflammatory, but CBD can be the one that you can take in an isolated state. So you can take only CBD and feel absolutely nothing. Um, and that one is really based, that one's really good for seizures. Um, you see a lot of like children, um, taking those types of products. Um, but it does need a little bit of THC to kind of, um, to turn it on or to activate it. Um, and people, people refer to the, the interaction between multiple cannabinoids. So between THC and CBD as the entourage effect, Mm. um, and CBN is the one that is um, is credited with drowsiness, uh, a bit of sedation, um, and a little dabble do yet with CBN because <laughs> um, that one can make you, you know, you could take, you could be like, I'm exhausted or I have insomnia and, and take three of them. And then like, you'll be really drowsy and tired the next day. So um, that yeah. one's great in definitely in moderation. Um headaches and things like that. We do get a lot of folks complaining of, um, of symptoms like that when they are, um, trying products that are maybe what's the right, like don't have the best reputation. Mm. Um, the industry is still figuring out its way. Um, and regulations are still kind of being formed or, um, maybe if they are formed in certain States or in certain markets, they're not always enforced. So you do need to be really mindful about where you're purchasing your products, that you're purchasing them from a licensed manufacturer, producer, or brand, um, something with, with a great reputation. You know, you can go online and search cheap CBD product and like you can buy <laughs> whatever you want and it's labeled with whatever they want. So, uh, but you're not necessarily getting uh, what's on the label or something that's produced in a, in a safe environment with clean ingredients and, and the extraction of the, of the cannabinoids um, has been done in a way that there's no residual solvents left behind. Like those extra kind of processing chemicals those things, that's what we, we want to avoid, right? There's not a lot of research around what happens when you consume these processing agents and chemicals. So you want to stay far, far away from those, um, whenever you can and try to find those clean, reputable sources. That is clicking for me, remembering the products that I tried. You know, I was just trying a bunch of different things like that didn't work. That didn't work. And I yeah. believe it uh, because everything that Kiva puts out, I mean, you could just tell by the packaging, but every all of the articles and the research that you guys always share, it definitely feels like more of a trusted source. And I know what I'm getting with every um, Kiva product. Um, I'm I like my the big elephant in the room question for me that I keep asking now that I'm this big newfound, uh, like passionate advocate for THC products and and things is why is it still illegal in some places when, when there's something like alcohol and nicotine that are right, like that are not illegal. Right. I, I, I'm truly missing what, what are the main conversations here? What are the biggest debates and 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 do you know where this is headed in the next few years? I it's the question that keeps coming to mind. I don't I don't get it. <laughs> Why yes. is it still illegal? 
<laughs> My God, Laura, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, it's so fresh. I have this, like, you know, my, this anecdote that um, if the people who are anti-cannabis just tried it just once, they would not be anti-cannabis anymore because it's really a very positive thing. Like it, it's positive. The side effects are super low. It doesn't make you, um, it doesn't have the adverse health effects for one that come along with drinking alcohol. It doesn't make you rowdy and aggressive. You, it makes you, it slows you down and it makes you happy and sleepy and hungry. Um, so why people are so opposed to it, I think is stigma unfortunately, and all of the war on drugs rhetoric that has been um, shoved down our throats and the um, just like the negative associations um, with the products, with cannabis, they have just been just been told to us for so long um, that it's really, really hard to un- to undo that thinking. Um but where there's a will, there's a way. And, um, you know, the, the demand for cannabis and these um, kind of effect-based cannabinoids like the CBN, like the CBD, um, people are still so interested in trying them because they are so positive, have such great benefits. So um, someday cannabis will be accessible to all who want it right? I think that is the goal. All adults who want it should have access to it. Um, But it is going to be a long, arduous path to get there. I hear you on the fact that if if you could just try it and tell me, at least like what I'm saying is just if we're going to compare it to other things out there that are legal and that people have access to, please someone tell me what is the difference. I just, I can't understand it. Um. So I want to shift a little bit more to talking about one major thing that you and I have in common. We are both parents uh, and everyone here listening, I would say like majority of them are parents. And so people ask how, how, how does this fit in your lifestyle as a parent? When do you take it as an everyday thing? And I want to, um, uh, call, I'll put a link to this little, I don't know if it's like a little blog post that you wrote. It was on kivaconfections.com. And I think I got it through my email. And this is what prompted me to say, I have to talk to Christy because this is exactly the scenario that happens. I think in a lot of, in a lot of kitchens and a lot of homes around the world, you shared how before kids, you used to take edibles and it would you would have it like time out to kick in like during like a TV show that you would watch with your husband, right? This is kind of, I literally did this like uh, last night, we watched a stand-up comedy thing on Netflix and it was ex- like so extra fun because of the edible. But you also talked about now that you have kids, you start taking that a little bit earlier in the day at that like, you know, like pre-dinner kind of chaotic time that every parent knows, right? When you're making dinner, there's sounds going on, kids are running around, and then you still have probably four more hours in your night before you're off as a parent and you need to just get through that. Um, You know, if I took a snapshot of my life like that before Kiva, it would be with a glass of wine in my hand while I'm cooking dinner, right? Music on, wine, it's a great vibe, 
relaxing thing. But nowadays I would rather pop a gummy and you shared that. And I was like, I think we're the same person. So (laughs) just to bring everyone into more like behind the scenes of like how this looks, I would love if you shared how you integrate the products. If you want to even share specific ones that you like, like your favorites and um, like when you take them and how that makes you feel. Um, I think people would like to hear that. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, Yeah. Oh man. Cannabis is such an important part of me um, keeping it together, right? Like, you know, you get to that feeling when you're like, my patience is at its absolute max. And I want to just sit on the floor or run out the front door, (laughs) not come back for (laughs) a while. Um, Yes. Yes. (laughs) And unfortunately that's, um, that's usually not possible, but um, so, you know, to the rescue come edibles and my God, if I picked a favorite, it would be like picking a favorite kid Mm -hmm. uh, because each one sort of has its own little special place in my heart and in my daily routine. Um, I like Petra, for example, our mints, that's our, our most microdosed product at, um, two and a half milligrams of THC per piece that's in my purse, um, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't melt and you can forget about it in there and it's lovely. (laughs) And then it's nice when you find it and you remember like, Oh yeah, I have some. Oh my God. The best. Um, Camino is awesome. Like on a trip or when you're in a social environment with friends, um, because it's very shareable and you've got that really convenient um, kind of tin format with a lid. You just pop off. You can show it, hand it to your friends, put the lid right back on. Um, so each product that we have has its own kind of unique place. But um, yeah, the use case is that you've framed it perfectly because that it, it just it just helps you kind of um, get out of your own head for a minute. You know, you've got a kid on you're you're making dinner, you're at the stovetop. You've got a boiling pasta, right? So already the stakes are high because it's hot. There's hot, you know, there's, there's danger in the kitchen. Yes. (laughs) And then you've got a little one like pulling on your leg and reaching up. And so that's stressful. And then the other one is sitting behind you, like asking for something incessantly. And then the music's on and like, you know, the phone's ringing and it's just like, oh my God what is happening? And it's those moments are frequent and super intense. But when you have something that sort of takes you down a notch, you're like, you know, you look down at the toddler on your leg and you're like, you know, Hey, sugar, don't, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, step back. This is hot. And then the Mm -hmm. one shoulder, you're like, Hey pumpkin. Oh, candy. You want a piece of candy before dinner? Like, you know, Okay, just today, but you have to wash mm-hmm. your hands. Like all of a sudden, you can deal with each of the things that's nagging you, and the the stack becomes more manageable. Um, and my husband can tell when I need to use an edible. He's like, um, "Is mm-hmm. it? You know, should you be should you be having something a little snack right now?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh God, yes, of course. What was I thinking?" Um, cause it really does just, you know, it, it just helps immensely. When I first started taking them, remember I have never taken like anxiety meds and I am very high strung. I remember the first few times taking them, my husband would be like, he's like, I feel more relaxed when you're on a gummy. Like just, just like the relaxation was like, 
of like emanating off of, like just he was just like I can feel you being relaxed he's like and it's relaxing me so like I feel like I have like a secondhand high just from sitting next to you and I was like great because I feel fantastic um <laughs> that is amazing and what a great uh what a great value right? yeah and <laughs> so he loves he loves it he loves me on a gummy um even my you know my family my my close cousins they know me before taking edibles and they're like is gummy Laura gonna come out tonight at the holiday party I was like she's always ready she's here I just it is it's it I've said before um also on Instagram when people asking how it makes me feel and I said it it heightens all the right senses right as someone who's very sense I'm a very sensory sensitive person I am sensitive to sounds and bright lights but it doesn't seem to make those enhance but I do have more sensation, I would say in my body, which from a, like a body-based regulation perspective, when your nervous system feels, um, when you can remind your nervous system that your body is safe by grounding it and knowing where your body is and space and really feeling it, um, you can be more calm and have a more like stable ground and, and feel more secure in your regulation. Um, and I don't, feel like numbed from the gummies. I feel like the tingly a little bit through my body. And because my body is a little heavier, I feel more grounded in my body when I am on the gummies. So it's, it's such a a weird experience where it doesn't heighten sounds or sights, but it heightens other sensations that feel good. And dad, if you're listening, because I know you're really excited for this podcast, cover your ears, but like uh, intimacy is great on edibles because you can, it heightens all the right sensations. So like all around as a parent um, and a spouse or anyone who you're sharing your home with, it's just, it's a really great um, tool to have. Yeah. When, when you feel like you need it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And getting your dose right. Like you'd said earlier, you do the 10 milligram and then you can add more with the five. Like it's it, being home and um, dialing in your dose is a, just a really great place to be when you're figuring out what your dosing is. Um, mm-hmm. Cause if you're sensitive and I'm definitely one of those, it's a big reason why we have microdosed and we've kind of gone with this such like consistency is because both Scott and I are very low dose um, consumers. And if I take too much, I'm not a happy camper. I'm like, you know, I think I took five milligrams instead of four. And mm-hmm. now I'm annoyed at myself because I ate too much. And now, you know, now I can't be, now I don't feel super great. So it's like, yeah. you have to figure out what your dosage is. Um, and being in a nice, safe place, mm-hmm. like home, you know, not mm-hmm. the grocery store or, yeah. you know, someplace like that, that can be a little like sensory kind of overload or a little bit too much inundation of information. Um, I find, yeah, home to be a really great spot mm-hmm. to figure out what your dose is. My like initial one that became my favorite was the midnight blueberry, the five milligram gummies from the Camino ones. Yeah. Um, so everyone who's listening, we've kind of thrown out a few different ones. So Kiva is the main company and then there's different product lines of edibles within it. Right. So there's Correct. Camino are my, like my, that's like the, if anyone's like, I want to try something for the first time, I always give them the Camino. I say the Camino five milligram ones. And then I upped it to the sours, which are usually the 10 milligram, but also in the little tin. I love those too. Um, but she also, you also mentioned Petra, which I shared with my, um, my cousin who was new to this. And because there's such low dose, 
the 2.5 is a great one as well. But I don't know about you. I, um, you know how within the Camino gummies, like some is say chill, some say uplifting, some say sleep. For me, I feel like I can't differentiate enough between this, this, the effects. Um, so I don't know how, what, how, how they are determined that is it a certain like, um, manipulation of the ingredients or proportion of it? Cause for me, it feels like how some people say, oh, if I drink tequila, I'll get in a fight. <laughs> if I drink wine, I'm going to sleep. Right. And I'm like, I feel the same on all kinds of alcohol. And I feel the same on all kinds of edibles, especially if it's within Kiva, but how do you, how do you guys differentiate the effects per product? Yep. So on Camino, that's the product line that we use um, a terpene infusion to create those tailored effects. And so that's along with the the, uh, different cannabinoids like our CBN, um, then that's THC and CBN um, uh, along with a terpene profile that um, supports sleep. Like um, linalool is one of the terpenes in, um, in the midnight blueberry. And that is kind of that lavender, what you get from lavender, um, which is known to be very relaxing. Um, and so that's what we do. We sort of add in these other terpenes, um, that are naturally occurring that naturally occur in the cannabis plant. Um, and that is what helps kind of sway you or push you into that direction, um, of a, of a certain effect, but yeah, every body is so different. So some folks like the, the CBN is known for sleep, but if that's making you feel more balanced, then amazing. Right. And that's, that's the important kind of experimenting at home and trying different increments and different product lines. Cause you might find something works a little better over here, a little better over there. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I also saw you share in that article um, and something I started doing as well was you talked about how you educate your kids about these edibles, the products. And I am such a huge advocate for that, for transparency with kids. Um, And so I do the same thing. So do you want to explain how you taught your child about the the logo and, and how you talk about it at home? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, so having, um, being transparent with my kids is extremely important and it comes at a bit of a challenge at times. Um, because I'm not, a, I don't stigmatize cannabis. I think it's amazing, right? I've built a business around it. My entire career has been built on it. Um, but it still sneaks in every now and again. So I try to explain to my kids about cannabis, just like I would about wine. So we have a little mini bar in our house. It has bottles of wine stacked up on it and we keep the cannabis. I mean, we keep our flower over there as well. Um, but we keep our edibles up high in the other cabinet, um, because they do, you do not want to confuse your kids, right? Number one. So, um, that is like safety is the absolute most important part, like underscore that highlight it, put a circle around it, cannot stress that enough. Um, because it's right. We just do not want children to get into these products. Um, so keep them up and keep them away. Um, but yeah, if I, if I am, if I'm drinking a glass of wine in front of my kids, then I'm like, okay, then I should have the same perspective or the same level of communication with them around cannabis. And so one of the big things that we do is, um, is we have tons of samples and prototypes and all the stuff like around the house, 
um, being so much entrenched in the industry. And so I show my daughter, who's just about four um, in a month, um, I show her the universal symbol um, Mm -hmm. that is on every California cannabis product. And I show her that it has a little triangle on it with a little weed leaf in the middle. And it says CA. And so I point to that and I say, this is cannabis. And she just recently started like, you know, doing pretend play and stuff. And she says, Oh mom, I'm making you a cannabis gummy. And I said, Oh, mm -mm. cannabis is for adults. And she goes, I'm just pretending. And I'm like, I know, but like, I don't let you pretend to drink wine. I'm thinking in my head, right? Like, yeah. Or okay, pretend play. So you can pretend that when you get older, uh-huh. you can like that when you get older. And, you know, she'll say, when I'm as big as mom, I'm going to use cannabis products. I say, okay, you, you know, you are that that's acceptable, but cannabis is not like I try, you know, that looks like candies, but it is not candy mm-hmm. and it's not, it will not be fun for you because I just do not, do not want that. I want her to see, I want her to be slightly afraid of cannabis. She should be right. Yeah. But not, but not out of um, lack of information or because it's scary, just right. because experience won't be good. Right. right? Because- Experience will not. I'm telling. I really try to stress that to her. I'm just telling you that you will not have fun at all. Oh. You know, like oh, like what are you? Just, you know, she gets a little put off. But um, but yeah, that is uh, that's something that we really hammer into them. Yeah, I started teaching my daughter those as well, and she's such a rule follower that I'm not. I'm not concerned. My daughter just if you tell her one rule, it's the rule for life. So, but I I really approach a lot of things like even using like curse words and things rather than saying like all things are bad or this is bad or we don't do that. It's like when you're an adult and you can control your words, you can use these words when these things right. And so this is for this is for adults. This I call it my sleep gummies. but I, I don't think I've used the word cannabis, but I should probably teach her what that is as well. Um, I just showed her the symbol. I said, if you ever see this anywhere, don't. And I do the same thing with with medication. If you see pills anywhere, bring it straight to mommy, right? We don't even have any prescription drugs in this house, but still, if she saw anything and uh, she just wouldn't, she wouldn't eat anything that she didn't recognize mm-hmm. or else we wouldn't have a lot of our other issues that parents have of <laughs> eating, but because the gummies do look enticing to kids because it it is important to always keep them in their um, original packaging, right? Not just in like a Ziploc, like in a drawer, right? Always in the original packaging, far out of the reach if you can, but at least educate them. Yeah. What it looks, what what the logo looks like. All right, Christy, I would love if we could end this episode, if there was one thing that you just wanted parents to know about cannabis, about edibles, or even just Kiva products in general, what would it be? Yeah. Aside from safe storage, because that is always number one, um, aside from safe storage, I would say um, it's if you're holding any kind of um, reservations against cannabis because, or against trying it um, because of uh, kind of a, a, an impression that you have in your mind or a story that you have in your mind. Um, it's okay to let that go. Um, and you don't have to tell anybody, <laughs> right? If someone asks, 
you can lie. It's totally fine. Um, and you can try it and see how it works for you. You don't have to tell your friends, your parents, your kids, your anybody, your whatever. You can keep it to yourself and see if it helps you um, without holding on to the kind of um, pressure, stress, stigma, anxiety that may come around trying something with a federally illegal status, right? Like cannabis is still considered up there with heroin, which is mind boggling. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's ludicrous, um, uh, but it is what it is. And that gives a lot of people, you know, to your point, Laura, the rule followers um, may not sure. feel comfortable trying a cannabis product when it has that status. But um, if you're having any of the woes that um, that Laura and I have been commiserating over, um, I think it's definitely worth giving a try and give yourself a little break, cut yourself some slack and, um, and, and give it a try if it's something that appeals to you. I couldn't have said it better. I, and I would start with either the Petra mints if I was going to recommend a first place to start or the sleep gummies the five milligram just have dinner have it right after dinner and just sit on the couch the way that i did it at the very beginning was i was very like i had to tell my husband i'm taking a gummy i need you to be like on in case i'm like passed out or something i I was very like i'm informing you i am taking something right now and so check on me (laughs) like an hour i was very needing to be uh taken care of just in case because i was so nervous and it was like I remember the next day waking up and like with a smile on my face and I was like, I love gummy. <laughs> he's like, it's like, I've never, he's like, I've never seen you so relaxed. And it's, I, 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 I will never go back to it without gummies. So um, where is the best place for people to find Kiva products? Cause I know you're kind of in between right now with selling directly to consumers versus in uh, third parties. So where's the best place for people to find Kiva products? Yes. So our website is a wonderful place to start at um, kivaconfections.com. Um, we have a find us feature there. So you can go and you can type in your zip code. Um, and then we're not in all states. So some of the bigger states um, we are in like California, New York, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, Um, there's about 11 markets, 12 markets that we're in right now and more coming on, um, uh, throughout the year. And so that's a really great place to start, but, um, also always, uh, always look for the most legitimate sites. There are some kind of copycat sites, um, that you can find, or people might direct message you on social media, stuff like that. So do definitely be careful for anything that seems a little nefarious um, and, and look for those trusted uh, trusted websites and like, you know, official handles on social media, um, things like that to make sure you're getting what you what you think you're getting. Okay, awesome. All right. So I will put the link to that in the show notes. So anyone, if you want to check it out, please check it out. Hopefully you're in a state where it's available. And if you've been wanting to try it, please give it a shot. Thank you so much for your time today, Christy. This was such a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Laura. It was awesome to be here. I really appreciate it. Okay, wait, before you go, this is me recording this in post-production because I realized I didn't get into the nitty gritty of how it makes me feel. And this is the top question I get asked by people who are curious about this. They say, what does it make you feel like? What are the side effects? So when I take the dose that works for me right now, the sweet spot dose is around 10 milligrams. Um, but I started with five when I had like no experience. Um, 
So I started with five. And then when I started taking it more often throughout my week, I realized I wanted a little bit more. So 10 has been the sweet spot on really, really exhausting days or when I was trying to recently fight jet lag and get some good sleep, I would up it to 15. Um, But as I mentioned in the episode, I started with the Camino gummies, which is a Kiva confections brand, Um, the Midnight Blueberry 5 milligram sleep um, gummies. That's what I started with. And since then, I've branched out. They're all still Kiva products. I really, really like the Sours, uh, which all come in the 10 milligram dose. And they have these new fruit chews that are kind of like Starburst. They're wrapped individually, which I really like, and they taste so good. Um, and then I've also really liked their Kiva chocolate bars. They have this like milk chocolate, like churro flavor, which is delicious. Um, and that one makes me feel the most like fun, um, and silly and get really good sleep. So the other question I, questions I get asked are, um, does it make you hungry? And I say this depends. It depends on what time of day I'm taking it. If it's later at night, like after dinner, I do tend to get like more late night munchies. Um, If it's like, sometimes I can time it out and I'll have it before dinner and I'll get hungry like right as I have dinner and it just, I'll just eat dinner with a really big appetite and everything tastes even more delicious. Um, But it's not always, it doesn't always make me hungry. hungry. I will say that the times that I do get munchies when I have this and it makes me hungry, it does make it harder to notice your interoception cues of feeling fuller. So it's like my brain knows I've been eating this bag of chips for a long time and I see it dwindling and getting less and less, but my stomach doesn't feel full, even though I know I'm probably way past my fullness capacity. So there is that aspect of it. Um, not all the time. The other question I get is, does it make you sleepy? And for me specifically, if I am out and about, like um, I've taken these when I've been at Disneyland um, or, you know, other places at parties or weddings, um, if I'm out and like moving, I'm not going to like narcolepsy, fall asleep, like pass out wherever I'm at. If I'm on the couch or in bed and like I allow my body to settle and like melt into the couch or the bed, I will fall asleep easier. And I will say that um, even after, you know, if I take the gummy kind of early in my night um, and it kind of wears off even before I go to bed, I will still get a really good night of sleep, even though I don't quite feel the effects as much. But um, one last thing I want to mention is the the timeline for what it works for me. Again, I am I'm pretty petite. I'm like five feet tall. And I'm like 135 pounds. Um, and when I take the gummies, I they probably the effects probably last me about four hours. I peak like the strongest effect of it, where I feel it in my body, and I might be a little giggly and just like really carefree and all of that. Um, peaks probably around like the two and a half to three hour mark for about like 30 minutes is when it's like at its peak. Um, but the whole thing usually lasts, like I can notice it in my body, um, for about four hours. But like I said, the sleep that happens while I have a gummy or immediately after having the gummy is so good. So it lasts, like it, it carries me through the night and I never, ever wake up feeling groggy or hungover, like no headache. So 
I, I don't know how else to describe it. I swear I'm not trying to push this on you. I just want to be as clear and transparent as possible. All right. I hope to hear some good reviews from some of you soon. Feel free to reach out if you have any other questions. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it and leaving a review, which helps other parents find me as well. Want to learn more from me? I share tons more over on Instagram at the OT Butterfly. See you next time.